The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I am super excited to have you join us today while we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. My goodness, my goodness. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Now, can you even imagine right now, today, in the midst of everything that seems to be chaotic, the naked eye, still being in a place of internal peace, wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken being able to live and exist in that space in this very moment how amazing is that well i'm here to tell you that yes it's possible yes you deserve it and yes you can have it we work together on this show to bring you the topics and the guests to partner with you as you create your life of peace every day i'm super excited today guys about today's guest uh, we have a, a guest today mr randy Sa- savage and before i bring him on i want to just take a moment to speak to the situation that most of us are facing which is covid 19 coronavirus and just um, in the in that space in that space, in this moment right now, to speak a word of encouragement to each and every one of us, that today, this moment, this second, surprises only us. But there is a power higher than us, a universal power, if you will, that is not surprised at all by this moment, by this worldwide situation, by our individual situations. There's no surprises there. And that got to bring us comfort. It's got to bring us comfort. No, we don't know uh, 100% what the next turn of events are going to be. But we know, or we should know, with all surety, that no matter what's around the corner, we are safe. We are safe. Yes, there will be trials. Yes, there will be tribulations. But we are safe. We are here because we are built for such a time as this. It is in our togetherness and in our calmness, in our acceptance of ourselves and our love and forgiveness of others and ourselves that open up the door for our eternal peace. So I'm super excited to talk about courage today because peace takes courage. It takes courage to pursue the life of our dreams, even though, even though, even though the the situation externally looks like it could be uncertain. It takes courage to say, you know what? I'm still important. My dreams still matter. 
my passions still matter. And that's why I'm so excited to bring you our guest today, Mr. Randy Savage. So, Mr. Hey. Randy Savage. I, I want to welcome you to our show. I heard you laughing. Um, I'm going to just tell you guys that I absolutely love Randy. And um, he he is from the New Jersey area. And I want you to hear this as part of his bio and why I think this is so important that he is my guest today. He graduated from high school in 2018. Right. So most of us, you know, we already here, you know, in that time period of feel, oh my gosh, he's been in this adult journey two years. And if you can just go with me for a moment back down memory lane and remember what it felt like to walk across that high school stage, my goodness, in all of the um, what you thought life was going to be like. I hope I hope that you found a lot a lot of that. I hope you found a lot of that joy and happiness. But um, I'm lucky that I have two teenagers in my life, one of which who walked across the stage, I think the same year you did, Randy. Yeah, 2018. Really? And, and I have a young one who's in 11th grade now. But Randy's here today because he walked across the stage and he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live my dream. I'm going to start off on this journey and I'm going to... Uh, there used to be a phrase when I was in high school, so I'll just say it and date myself. I'm going to go for broke. <laughs> you guys remember, remember that phrase when I was in high school? That was a phrase that was common. Said, I'm going to go for broke, meaning that I'm going to put it all on the line. I'm going to bet all of it on me. And I love that about you. And um, so you decide to bet everything on you and go into what I believe, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, is your passion. You know, you are a clothing designer, and we're going to get into this design, this wonderful apparel line that you have out. But before we start talking about that, I want to just give us a little background about you. You know, how is it that you decided, you know, you were going to make your own way and swim in the direction of dreams, never mind the direction everybody else was going. So let us meet Randy Savage. Introduce us to you. Hi, for everybody listening. My name is Randy Savage. Um, I was born in Minnesota, moved out of Minnesota in 05, moved to New Jersey. I lived in Willingboro from 05 to 07. And within that same year, I moved to Delran in 07. Um, started off at Millbridge in Delran, which is like an elementary school from kindergarten to second grade. Started off second grade at Delran. It was pretty, it was pretty different, to be honest. Like, I didn't know too many people. I didn't know anyone, in fact. It was just like from moving from back to back to back, being a little young kid. It's kind of, it was kind of like, uh, kind of huge. So um, I let I met a lot of my friends the moment I moved here. Um, as I got older, you know, you had better new relationships with people. And life is going pretty good. You know, you have your ups and downs, this and that. Um, flash forward to senior year of high school. So graduation, leading up to graduation, it was pretty something like that was he- like rising over everyone's heads. Everyone's like, oh, man, I'm graduating. What college are you going to? Uh, some kids aren't going to college. Some kids go out to, you know, work in a union, dude. Like basically once you graduate high school, it's you against the world and stuff. So as I got closer towards graduation, to be honest, I wasn't really thinking about all of this, like, 
clothing brand, all entrepreneurial type stuff. That wasn't even crossing my mind. Like, it was just regular. I was kind of sticking with the program in the sense, like, um, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to be a nurse and, yeah, make money like that. So I graduate high school. Reality hits me, you know, a re- little reality check. Reality hits me. And it's in August, right? And for a week in August, I was just like, wow, like, it's August now. I graduated high school. What what, what do I want to do in my life? So this thought was just always running through my head. It was like, as I get older in life, I don't want to work for anyone. I don't want to be, like, stuck in a mediocre system. I want to do something with myself, make my own money, and not have to make somebody else richer, like, you know? In a sense. So one day, um, and I call him, I call this kid my, my brother, my fraternal brother, because he kind of is in a sense, but we're not related anyway. His name's Jerron Homens. Um, him and I was outside one day, and I just asked him this question that was bothering me. And I was like, yeah, keep it 100, bro. Like, how do you think people get rich? And he was like, you know, honestly, people get rich by putting time and dedication to their own work. Like they come up with ideas and they feel like it can change the world in a sense. People feel like they need this. Boom. So they go out and stick to it. They're like, no, yeah, you're right, bro. You're honestly right. So him and I just started cultivating ideas back to back to back. And why that is so important is because if I had never really asked her on that question or really had somebody else to give me an answer towards it, I don't think I would have been here now because of that. So him and I come up with this brand called Gorilla Savage. Why? Because my last name's Savage, and I don't know, gorillas are cool or something. So we were we were working on Gorilla Savage for probably like him and I, probably like three weeks, right back to back, this is that, and the third. Then it kind of faded away, faded away. Like, you know, he started his senior year of high school, and I'm in my freshman year of college. So, like, both of us have our minds totally on something new. But with me, my mindset was, like, yo, this is my life. Like, you know, I'm outside of high school. Like, it's it's different completely now. So, I'm like, I'm going to continue with this. So, you know, if I want to continue with this, I'm going to have to teach myself the whole business world, just that and the third, and get out of my comfort zone. So, college starts. I... um I started drawing images. I would print out sheets of paper from the internet, like little outlines and stuff of t-shirts, pants, long sleeves. And I just sit there and with my mind just wandering, I just sit there and design. Just design, 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 Gorilla Savage stuff. And throughout the months from August to November, I was really hype about this. I was showing people, I was like, hey, yo, check this out. Real Savage looks pretty cool. Like, do you think this design looks cool? Do you think this looks cool? This is the third. And I could tell, too, sometimes, like, I tell people it, and they just look at me and be like, oh, yeah, I, it's cool. Not really thinking, like, if I'm really into this, I'm probably, probably like, oh, no, he's probably going to stop this, like, next week. Or we're probably not going to hear about this again, yada, yada, yada. But, no, like, it was honestly eating me alive every morning. Like, I wanted to get up and just work on it because it was something that I wanted to do. You feel me? Like, it was something pretty cool in my head. So, like I said, from August to November, sadly, um, I was working on Gorilla Savage for a while, got really in tune with it, made a lot of progress. I come home one night, 
And my mom's like, yo, you're still working on Gorilla Savage? I was like, yeah, why you ask? It was like some guy in Memphis, Tennessee. And if this guy's ever listening, I give you props to it. It's no no biggie. Like, your, your stuff's pretty cool. But this guy in Memphis, Tennessee, he shows me. He was like, yeah, this guy has a LLC and his, his thing's patented. And this is on the third. Like, it's his company. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this makes no sense at all. He's like, no, yeah, go check it out. So I'm on the internet, and I search up Gorilla Savage by this guy, and boom, everything is just all out there. Like, we, him and I kind of had the same designs, this, that, and the third, and I'm like, wow, like, all that work that I was doing from August, and it's November, is just gone. Like, gone. I, I'm done. Like, I felt like my life or my life dream towards that was just, like, done I couldn't do anything about it. So I was devastated that night, like really devastated. I didn't know what to do. So I went to sleep, right? And I say that night and that dream honestly changed my life more than Carlos Savage or having that conversation with Jerron changed my life. No, that, that dream that I had that night honestly changed my life. I had a dream that I owned this famous fashion show, right? Now, in this fashion show... It was me, my buddies in the back, my dad, no idea who they were. It was just like people. And I'm in this facility. And then within this facility, it's this fashion show going on. And I know this fashion show is mine because it feels like mine. And I'm celebrating. I see somebody walking on the runway with, like, my clothes. There's people sitting down on the bottom edges, clapping, taking pictures. And I'm like, yeah, like, oh, I'm so happy. Like, you know, those dreams where it makes you so happy you don't want to wake up. Yeah, one of those dreams. So I wake up, and instantly I'm like, boom, I have to come up with a new brand ASAP, ASAP, ASAP. It was like 8 o'clock in the morning. I wake up, and I'm like, boom, grab my mechanical pencil, because I always like sketch with that. I always like sketching with the mechanical pencil. It's like better. But a mechanical pencil and my notebook. Right, grab my notebook, wrote down number one, and boom. I was like, okay, we need to come up with a new brand. What am I going to do? So how I came up with Leaf Apparel, um, I took two brands that I liked, right? Louis Vuitton and Adidas. If I wanted to come up with a new brand, I wanted my brand to be like those two brands in a sense. You can tell things are Louis Vuitton by simply the LV put together. Louis V, you know what I mean? And... Adidas is an acronym. It stands for All Day Dream About Sports, which is something cool that not too many people knows about. And you should. <laughs> it just actually sounds pretty cool. But um, so I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. So I was skimming through the alphabet, and I came across the letter L. The letter L, to me, felt like I can use so many words with it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's. it seems like the one. So I sketched out an L, and it looked pretty cool. Like, this L was so detailed. It was, like, that one episode in, like, Spongebob where you drew that one T, <laughs> yada, yada, yada. But, anyways, um, I drew that L, and I didn't want to erase it. So I was skimming through the alphabet, and I came across an F. And I was just pronouncing it. I was like, oh, this looks pretty, looks pretty dope, the L and the F together. I kept space in the middle, but I was like, wait, leaf. Leaf sounds pretty cool, you know? So I was like, all right. I had the capital L, the capital F. There's Louis V, Louis Vuitton is a capital L, capital V, right? Kept space in the middle between those two letters, and I wrote the E and the A. 
And I was like, oh, this looks pretty nice, but it's bland, pretty bland. So I put a leaf in between. I replaced the E and the A with the leaf. And therefore, you could just say leaf when you look at the image. So leaf. I had the whole logo set up. Perfect. Now the Adidas part, the acronym. So I that's when I took reality into the stand. Reality, in a sense, is you are born to live in a life where there are many challenges. You have to earn your way through those challenges, and you can accomplish anything. You live, wait, wait. So earn, right and there, accomplish. Randy, I got to ask you. What's up? You're born to live a life of many challenges. And when you told me that yes. when we were talking about your brand before, I thought that was very insightful for a young person. <laughs> right, because uh, and, and you know, and, and yeah, we were all once young. I was once young, and I know that in the, I well, maybe I didn't know at nineteen just how many challenges they would be. You know, I thought at one point, I think I must have thought this, that at some point I was going to get really, 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 really good at uh, mastering these challenges, and they were going to kind of fade away. You know, I'd just be like knocking them out because I'd be a pro at, at, at challenges. But I love Greek mythology, and if one thing Greek mythology teaches is what you just said here, is that we are born to live a life of challenges. <laughs> challenges. Now, I don't know that's the whole purpose, but we definitely have a lot of challenges in our life, which, which ultimately help us to become a stronger, more compassionate, more empathetic um individual, a more productive individual. We grow from those challenges. But I think that's really insightful for someone who graduated in 2018 to say, we're born to live a life of many challenges. Many challenges. It sounds, right. it sounds wise beyond your years. <laughs> and, you know, so how did, how, did, like, how did you come to that being a reality? And it, it doesn't sound depressing to me, but I could see how a person would be like, oh, come on, that's a bit too heavy, that's a bit too depressing. Like, how, how did you come across that being life? Like, that's what life is. So, like, what, where at, did that come from? Look at, look at almost every successful person that you see around here. All the top big people like Jeff Bezos, the yada, 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 everyone else, right? Those people didn't start off with living a normal life. They weren't born, and well, they did start off with a normal life, but they weren't born into just straight riches and fame and here, here's a national title for you because you were born in this family. No, those people started off as normal heads. They grew up and got to the point where they're at because of all the challenges that they went through, all the hard work that they went through. And every single aspect, every single detail that those people did is the same thing that everyone else around you can do. Everyone else around you can be the next top model, the next top athlete, the next top singer. This is that everything, everyone. If you simply put your mind to the task that you want to do. I'm, I ended up on this radio show because I simply went through all the challenges and I'm still going through challenges, but it's consistency. I strictly ended up on this radio show or talked to you about what I talked to you on the cruises because <laughs> I went through months and months and months and months and months, almost three years of consens consistently doing the same thing, stepping out of my comfort zone, completing new challenges, gaining new challenges, trying to overcome new issues, 
new stats, this and that and the third, and just make people happy. I've came out with products. The products are all over the place. Nowadays, I walk around town and I just look at your wrist and I see one on your wrist. It makes me happy. And then I go over to right. you and I talk to you. It's like, you know? So. I, I just don't want to lose. There's so much that you're saying here, and this is a wonderful time for us. You know, I know people are sequestered in their home, and they're, and I think, you know, there is some good in every situation. And the wonderful thing about being at home, of course, I, I work in healthcare, so we are not sequestered at home. We are out every day. So, but uh, <laughs> but I when I talk to people who are sequestered at home, and uh, I think to myself that. This is a wonderful time to reflect, and not in a remorseful way, but this is such a powerful way to say, I am still here in this moment to do what Randy just said. The only difference between the person who did and the person who didn't, and this is what I'm hearing from what you're saying, is being willing to step out of your comfort zone with consistency, right? Being willing to step out of your comfort zone with consistency. So what are, what are, and we're going to get to this acronym because I know it, I think it's wonderful and I want our listeners to hear, but I don't want to lose these tools because this show is everyday peace, right? And so I believe that each and every person under the sound of our voices and those who will hear this in the archives and everyone who will wear this wonderful apparel and all of this, we all have, everybody has a dream, right? But many people have many dreams. And uh, so, and you're young, what a beautiful thing. And this is your first dream. This is your first one. And I love yeah. the enthusiasm of which you are approaching this and uh, the fact that, you know, our life will have many challenges. It's just what it is. And you've come to accept that and none of them have yet to to stop you. So what, is, what are some things that you had to do that were in the beginning that were outside of your comfort zone? Oh, my gosh. Um, the very first things in the beginning was telling people about it because no one believed. In a sense, people believed, but the hardest thing was to really get people to really be happy and thrilled for it. So stepping out of my comfort zone, mind you, High school, middle school, elementary school, I never drew images to show people. I never painted something to show people. Like, I never really brought something out to be like, yeah, go look at this. Like, see what I'm doing. It was always like I played sports and stuff. So, kind of like just saw it. So, sketching something out out of my own brain, bring out to people and show it to them, that honestly kind of made me nervous because, you know, I just wanted people to see my vision in a sense, and right, right. be happy for it. So, so yes, I hear that. you saying, you know, having to sell it to people. Not, not, sell, not sell actually the, the not apparel, sell but having to but sell you your dream. Did. Yeah, so I, I want you yeah. to take me serious. This is really what I want to do. Okay, so that's one thing. That's a big thing, too. When you, it's like walking around with your heart in your sleeve. It's like, okay, this is my dream, and people look at you like, come on now, what are you kidding me? <laughs> You know, <laughs> let's let's do something more sensible. Here's here's a list of respectable careers that you you know. It's like no, this is really what I'm gonna do. Like no, 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 
you, I see you over here. So I, I, I honestly do get that. Anything else that you may have to say that was out of your comfort zone? Well, you said the drawing, too, because yes. you were not a drawer. You were more, more of an athlete um, coming up. So stepping out of your comfort zone and, and thinking that, yeah, I can, I can sketch out some things and get some stuff together. Teaching, teaching myself business was stepping out of my comfort zone, too. I knew nothing about business. But if I wanted to do this whole clothing brand stuff, I simply had to know everything about it. I had to know the materials. I had to know where to get my materials from, how to get my materials, who's going to do them. Um, the income for it, I was working back to back to back. Like I was working five days a week just to get enough money to get my shirts. Um, I was doing math, seeing how, like, if I get this amount. I was doing so many stuff that I was not used to doing. Like, just simply and getting up, a- not not worrying about, like, hanging out with people. I just simply get up, grab my notebook, grab my laptop, and just start, just start researching. And that was so abnormal for me because I was so used to, getting out, going to school, go to practice, come home, repeat, eat, sleep, uh, go out to like a little function or something. Like I wasn't, I wasn't used to just that lifestyle of me trying to better myself as in trying to do something and spread it throughout the world. When I was, for a little quick side story, this is kind of something I never really told anyone before though, but, um, in fourth grade, my teacher, her name is like Nish Rodier. She was, she had this like a little assignment. And she was like, uh, what do you want to be in life, right? Or what do you want to do to help the world or something like that? And I was like, I wrote on that piece of paper. I was like, the way how I want to get rich or the way how I want to get money is to spread positivity, you know, to spread happiness to people. This is not necessarily, but that's so unrealistic. Like, you don't go to college for positivity. <laughs> like, you don't go to college, college to do all of that. You basically, in order to do that, now that I realize, too, in order to really follow my dream, in a sense, to spread positivity around the world, it's to become an entrepreneur. That's to yeah. sell your ideas to people, to pro- project your ideas to people, to show people what you're doing. And feedback is always important. If people don't and I like love it, that. I, they like We're going to go to break in just about a minute there but i Honestly. i do believe i do believe that you have a, a th- enthusiasm is, is wonderful but one essential ingredient is that rich is such a generic term when you help other people you become rich in spirit and rich in kind we're going to go to break we're going to be right back after this break about following your dreams with courage with courage and stepping out of your comfort zone and living your life of peace right now back after this break on everyday peace Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to Everyday Peace, taking um, callers, and uh, we're talking to Randy Savage today. He is our fabulous guest. This show is all about 
courage to follow your dreams, um, to live your passions out loud. What are you waiting for? Many of us are waiting for the absolute right time. Right? You know, the time when we know that there's enough money in the bank, when they're when the kids are grown, when you know our health is perfect, when all the stars align and the sun and the moon are just right, and we never jump. We never jump. We never take that leap to follow our passion, the things that light us up in life. And we get stuck in this in this area of this um, mediocre life, for lack of a better term. And there's nothing wrong with that because we realize that, hey, things could be better and things could be worse, but I'm okay. And that's good. That's a good, that's a good place to be. I, I love a healthy dose of gratitude. However, I do believe that each and every one of us has a passion for something in our life. And it does take what Randy Savage is telling us today. He is the creator of Leaf Apparel. We've only just heard the first uh, meaning of the word acronym of Leaf. We're going to go into the E and the A and the F. We're going to go into all that. But I, I really am just so blown away uh, when, when I listen to him speak and about sacrifice and moving out of our comfort zone. And I want to just spend just a quick second here for our listeners. I honestly, I got to tell you, because I've written so many um, articles on the word, on the phrase comfort zone, because I honestly believe I had the wrong understanding of comfort zone. I thought, well, my comfort zone were the things that made me happy and the things that I loved. I was like, well, you got to move beyond that. If you really want to be successful, if you really want to be of use to society, you got to move beyond that. That's not what it means. It really does mean is to find out how you need to adapt in order to live in the place that makes you most comfortable. I hope you can understand that that ocean of difference in the in the understanding of the term. I honestly thought, well, if that really makes me happy, then that's I got to move from that to something. I, I thought that a life of success meant a life of sacrificing your happiness for a long period of time. And what I what I love about Randy, who graduated in 2018, how amazing is this? You can learn from anyone, anywhere, at any time, if you're willing to open up your ears and your heart. So I'm so grateful that um, I had opportunity to meet him and talk with him and hear his story and invite him to be on the air with us today because he is a true example for for me and for many others that moving from your comfort zone means understanding what you're passionate about in this moment and being willing, being willing to adapt your way of living so that you can live in that space of happiness. So he had to become comfortable with teaching himself business. He was already in college. Randy, what were you what were you studying in college? But what are you studying? So I actually switched my major. First, I was studying nursing, but uh, my sophomore year, which is now, I switched it to dental hygiene. The reason why is because I want to become a dentist. And dental hygiene, you can hop into the profession pretty fast, only with an associate's degree. And, yeah, it's a great living, starting off right there. Um, I hear the the phrase super achiever comes to my mind when I think of you, because you're in college (laughs) right now. 
you're studying um, to become a dental hygienist so, you, so that you can eventually become a dentist. And you taught yourself business, which is moving outside of your comfort zone, because I hear that you were, you know, you're a science, math and science, well, more science kind of person because you were studying nursing at first, but you taught yourself mm -hmm. business. And then you um, got into the sketching and uh, became an individual who's able to talk passionately about that which you are passionate about. My goodness, my goodness. <laughs> and you see, and those are some of the challenges that you had to overcome. And I would also say too, I don't want to sell this short because earlier you talked about having to sacrifice to use your time differently, right? That that will never go away. And so I'm so grateful that you're understanding that now. Use your time differently, whereas you're doing your studying and, and then you would, you know, you would uh, go and do your social activity. Now you're having to put in there teaching yourself business, mastering your uh, finding, you talked a lot about you finding distributors and things of that nature. And so you're doing all this sacrificing as far as not sacrificing your passion, you're still following your passion, but you're sacrificing how you use your time so that you can follow yeah. that passion. Very, very important. So our, so L, li uh, life, uh, you're born to live a life of many challenges. You got that's the L in leap. So let us keep going with this acronym. Yes. So I'm sorry. Can you repeat the last part? I did not. Hear you. Oh, you can't hear so, me. I apologize. Me, uh, just my volume just a little bit here. Um. So what's the E for? The E in leaf stands for earn, and the sentence behind that is born to live in a life where there are many challenges. So you have to earn your way through those challenges. And once you earn your way through those challenges, you can accomplish anything. But we'll get to the accomplish part. But the E is earn. Because you have to start off, if you want to get to the F, you have to start off by the L. And the L means live, right? Now, I thought real deep into Leaf Apparel as well, too, because there are a whole lot of issues going around in the world. And if I have the power to inspire anyone, going through with anything um you have to start off by living there are people out there that are extremely depressed that not knowing us not knowing what they're going through and if i can reach out to somebody i want them to know that the beginning of leaf the beginning of anything to for a better life you have to start off by living so live right and if you're going through a hard life start by living, you have all these challenges in front of you. In order to get through those challenges, you have to earn your way through those challenges. And that means by bettering yourself as a person, bettering somebody else as a person. If helping somebody else makes you feel good, perfect. You're living your life for you to be happy and not to make somebody else not happy. You know, and that's how I feel like we should all honestly live as loving each other, loving each other's neighbors, you know, just everyone all together. Because we wouldn't have all these issues now if we was all just together and stuff. But you live and then you earn. And once you earn, it feels amazing. Like I feel amazing right now. I feel like I've earned, you know. I've I've earned your attention to be on this radio show. It makes me happy the challenges that I went through, you know? And people could learn off of that. So many people could. I'm just here to, you know, bring the limelight. <laughs> Makes sense. 
Yeah, and it's and it's so good. And I think you know we talk about earning. I love the fact too is that you know you you have you have to earn, but you've got to also sow seed into yourself, right? And you you've done that. So we're going to go on to the A in the leaf. Accomplish. Um, with accomplish, uh, you open yourself to new horizons, explore the potential of your skills and your artistic abilities. In all honesty. Because you started off by living, you earned your way through all those challenges. You may have more challenges, but still, you completed some challenges. And you sit back and you look at your accomplishments. By each level of going through relief, L-E-A-F, you feel better and better the closer you get to that. You know? Because you got to start off by living. And by doing that, you're earning your way through all those challenges. And then boom accomplishments you see your accomplishments and that's how you know you're improving as a person and you start to feel better about yourself you start giving more hope to people you know as you go about your life and everything is honestly so amazing like i'm so glad i came up with this i'm so glad i thought about the reality to life in it because it's true nothing about it is fake everything about it is straight here we listen. And with accomplishments, hey, I hope by the time you get to accomplishments, you should really be jumping through the roof. Because even if it even if it even if it means paying off your car note or your, your phone bill or something. You know, you had to go to work, you earned your way, you got all that money, your check comes, boom, you can pay for you can pay for your bills. You can pay for whatever you have to do. You can finally get that issue out of the way because you did all that earning through all those challenges to boom accomplishments. Uh, yeah, it's a great I feeling. So, yeah, I think that is such a good feeling because you're right. You've earned that. And there's a sense of accomplishment knowing that this was something that once presented an obstacle that I, through whatever action, have accomplished it's a great feeling to accomplish something and so the f the f future after everything that you've done leading to the f you look back and that's your future that's your future all that hard work that you've done from the beginning starting off by living earning accomplishing the future the S is when you can really sit back and like a sigh of relief. You know, S, there is no elevator to the path you want to take. Start climbing the stairs, then you'll see the true success from your heart. So, I so love we're, we're that. I love about. that. And I love the fact um, that it does think reinforce of as this never life principle the end, is that the only way to focus on tomorrow uh, is to live today. Yeah. Right. So your future, your future is because you focused on today. That's how you create tomorrow, not by sitting sitting around and wondering what are going to be obstacles tomorrow. Um, how how am I going to face tomorrow? It's foolish to spend our time today on that. Today we focus on what we can do today, and that's how mm -hmm. we create tomorrow. That's how we create a future. We don't sit around today and worry about what's going to happen, how I'm going to survive tomorrow, because you know, there's there's great wisdom in many sources, one of which is the Bible, who says that no man 
you know, who uh, who does not live in this moment, and I'm paraphrasing, you know, is, wor is worth the fruits of tomorrow. So living in this moment, doing the work now, living and earning and accomplishing now is how we create that forever tomorrow and that future, that green pastures for a future that we want to have. Oh, yeah. So, yes, ma'am. Right. So you're here. You're here right now in this moment now. And I got to say, I'm excited to have you on the show because you you represent such a hope and a freshness of this journey. And it's sort of like um, to hear you talk and to hear your enthusiasm. I almost could feel like your heartbeat inside of mine, your enthusiasm for what you're doing <laughs> and that you're so, you know, you're not tired and you're not weary. You're like, yeah, there are challenges, but I'm up to those challenges. And this is a, it sounds like a passion of yours. Uh, and, and then you also have these other dreams. You're in college, you're studying, you know, to, uh, to one day become a dentist, which is phenomenal. What makes you happy? What, what about your journey right now is making you most happy? What makes me happy, honestly, people. Like I, if I can't make someone happy, I'm not happy. I I like being around people. I just people. I ask myself that question all the time. What makes me happy? And sometimes I'm filled with so much adrenaline. I don't even know what makes me happy, but I feel like I can answer that question with people. Like I I love cooking. To be honest, I love cooking, and I like showing it to people. I like posting it on Snapchat wherever and just like yo look what i made you know side through because it looks good like i like i like just a human connection with people like that honestly makes me pretty happy i i feel like my biggest fear not one of my biggest fears but i feel like if i was surrounded by absolutely no one i don't know what i'd do like at all i don't so think this, i'd this... be happy <laughs> I, I can't be happy by myself <laughs> so this this time period where we're having the um you know, to be sequestered because of the coronavirus must be kind of hard the for you. You know, um, you're having it... having to stay. Are you guys having to stay in in your area away from people? So social distancing. Yeah, the, in a sense, because the government, well, the you know, the state, we're not allowed to do that. Our governor said that. But um, yeah, people are practicing it. So many, I don't, I don't see too many people outside. I actually went to work yesterday and the roads were dead by nine o'clock. It's like a ghost town past eight. Um, people don't even really go outside. They started closing down parks. I play soccer a lot and I go to the parks that aren't closed, but there are parks all around that are closed. Um, <laughs> I can't even, I can barely cook, but it sucks because so many places are just like almost out of food. Not necessarily. It's not like scarce around here, but there are a lot of places where it's just empty shelves. Um, gas prices have gone down. You sound pretty cool, <laughs> right? Uh, there's always there's always a plus in there somewhere. Yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, other, other than that, like, everything's just still normal. My mom tells me all the time to not leave the crib. I'm just like, yo, I'm chilling. But, like, you know, I understand it because she doesn't want me to come home and then COVID-19. But, no, other than that, everyone's, still, everyone's practicing the right thing. I feel like we're all pretty smart around here. Um, Nothing crazy has gone on. I haven't seen any arrests. So, everything's fine. 
Right. And I think that's important. We're talking about, you know, you were mentioning, and I, I asked that question because we're talking about how you said, you know, your, your people, people energize you. And I think that you, you know, everything that you're talking about with your business skills and your ability to get out and talk about your product, um, it, it lines up, it lines up that, you know, you're this kind of person who wants to get out there. But I want to be an encouragement to the people who don't have that need. Because there are people, and I talk to a lot of people who are more introverted and they have a really difficult time relating to people. And I don't want um, you to leave this show today believing that, oh, you have to be an extrovert in order to uh, get your uh, your message out or to live your passion, whatever that is. The world and your people, whatever that is that you're meant to do, is equipped to handle you the way that you are. Now, you will have to develop some parts of your your personality, some parts of your being that need to be developed in order for you to live your passion. But right. I, I want to encourage you not to be not to be uh, frightened of, oh, well, I'm not as uh, extroverted as Randy or some others. It does whatever you are in this moment, you are enough to get started on the pathway to living your passion, I guarantee you. And what you need to develop as you as you step into that faith, as you step into that light of living your passion, of pursuing your passion, those other skills that you need, you'll start to develop them organically. You'll work at it just like Randy said, he, business was, wasn't what he set out to do, but he got the enthusiasm and, and, and the time to study it in the midst of going to college, in the midst of uh, working a job, got the enthusiasm and the time structure to study it because he was following his passion. The same for each and every one of us. Don't worry about it if you're sitting back and saying, oh, I'd like to do something, but I'm not an extrovert. Don't worry about it. Just get started where you are just a little bit. And those other skills and that time and that that burning desire will open up in you as you unfold. So that's very important. So Randy, um, what what is, if you had to summarize, the meaning of life for you because I, I hear this acronym and I think it's so well thought of for anybody. It seems like you pretty much got your head on your shoulders nice and tight there. What is the meaning of life for you? Self-giving of oneself with pure happiness, true kindness. I don't presume presume myself as a mean person. I don't walk up to somebody as a mean person, no matter who you are, to be honest. Like, if people view you as a weird kid, if I, I rock at you, I'm going to be like, yo, what's up? Like, you know, I don't... The meaning of life to me is kindness, you know? Like, I feel like if everyone just was just so stuck up and ahead of themselves, things wouldn't really be right. So the meaning of life to me is just like, happiness I guess like in all honesty that's a, that's a real big question too that a whole lot of people ask but me personally I feel like the meaning of life is just supposed to be calm and that's how I present myself a calm collective always smiling type of person and oh, I love there that. could be other people out there like me but you know that's my meaning of life calm yeah no drama type And I think you I said, you know, yeah, giving of yourself with, with kindness, that, that ending part there with kindness, because so often people do give of themselves 
and and thank you. I'd like to thank everybody who's doing that because I do believe also that we're all here to one another, each other. Our lives connect and they, you know, they interlock in these wonderful ways. But when you give of yourself in kindness, there's a different energy, right? Some people you can give some time out of obligation, or you can give some time when to others when it is indeed time to give to yourself because it's very difficult to give. Uh, when your well is dry, right? So you got to have, you got to make sure that you're doing the things that, you know, I hear you say you like to play soccer, which means you like, you like to take care of yourself, which allows you to have the energy to help take care of others. If you're kind to yourself, you can then go on and pass that kindness over to others and you're giving so very important. And I know that you'll be amazingly successful because that Right there, we started off and I, at the beginning, so, you know, how, how do you get rich? And uh, I think that's a question that a lot of us, and I asked myself that when I was at going to college, I said, no, well, how, 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 how does this happen? How do people get rich? And then, you, and then you realize that the word rich has so many different definitions and how, you know, what richness is, it's more than just money, right? It is this feeling mm -hmm. of wholeness and completeness. Right. And so that's what, what a part of my definition for peace. So you could say almost rich in peace could be synonymous when you look at it from that perspective. But it is in the one one anothering, the the giving of oneself to something else, to someone else out of kindness. So I think that you are on the right path for so many riches um, through your practice of dentistry, through your uh, apparel line, the leap apparel line. There's so much that you're already setting out to, to give. And I know, I know from being closely connected to a lot of young people that there's so much beautiful energy in there. I don't always know that that comes across in the media that we, you know, we, we get the sense that, oh, you know, maybe there's a sense of entitlement or there's a, there's a, you know, a chip on the shoulder, but there is so much mm -hmm. you know, of love, so much compassion, so much um, bigger and, and, and for life that's coming across in all that you are doing and many of your contemporaries are also doing. I'm, I'm just seeing that across the board. I get an opportunity to talk to so many amazing young people. If there was something that you would want um, the, I say the older generation, I sound like my mom, <laughs> um, the older generation <laughs> to know to know about um, younger people and you know of your generation, what is, if you, if you were elected the spokesperson, what is the thing that you'd like for um, the more mature generation to know about your generation? Um, I would like the mature generation to know about our generation is to understand our generation because I feel like as each generation goes by, the youngers, it's smarter. You know, ways are different. Life is different from how it was before, how it is now. I feel like the older generation should, should be like, hey, all right, let me see what this young, this young fellow has to say. What does this young person have to say? Let's, let me try to sit down and reason with this young person and see what they're talking about because you know what maybe their solution will come out right and most of the times it kind of does because we my cousin and i talk about this all the time we were born in a perfect time especially for technology and stuff everything that's Absolutely. big now it came out when I, we were I, young kids i want to say that i lean i always lean to younger people when it comes to technology but i want to we only have a few seconds left or a few minutes left on the show we got a caller that's been hanging out here for a minute so let me just get them on the air welcome oh, yeah, to the okay. everyday peace show 
Thank you for calling in. Hello, hello. Hi, great show. Um, really great show. Uh, Mr. Savage, I'm really impressed by you and um, the fact that you're so young, but you're doing your thing. I had a question. So you talked about sports. So I get the impression that you were a pretty good athlete. What made you – and it seemed like that was one of your comfort zones, as Dr. James talked about the word comfort zone. What made you move from uh, playing sports to – doing what you're doing now so uh, one reason my i also wrestled in high school um my coach my coach martyr he's a business guy as well and as i was as i left the business world or as i left the sports world into the business world i was always thinking about how he is an extremely talented athlete and talks a lot about business and knows about a lot about business. Mm. He teaches business. So in a sense, I was kind of acting like him. His name is Wonderful. Nathan Martyr. We call him Coach Martyr because, you know, in a sense, it's kind of like the same the same world that we live in. So right. um, leaving leaving the sports world to the business world is pretty pretty mindful, pretty comfortable because I still play soccer all the time when my weather's nice. So I'm staying active. But I got that business mentality now. So it's kind of like the business world is my new sports world. Wow. I love that. Wow. Your coach coach, um, giving to you, those relationships are so important. You know, we're just talking about how the younger generation um, has something to give to the more mature generation. And then there's the coach acting in that mentorship role. We're going to have to close. It's almost at the top of the hour. And I got to tell you, Mr. Randy Savage, for a long time to come, (laughs) You will be uh, <laughs> on my mind and on the minds of our listeners as, as well as we move out of our comfort zone into our passion. Thank you for joining Everyday Peace. Thank you for You're being welcome. an Everyday Peacemaker. Until Thank next you Monday. For Absolutely. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.